And hello, welcome to Feeling Content. It's been too long. It's been way too long. We have not been. I haven't felt content in over like two weeks. <laughs> I think it's been. I've been. A, I've just been a shell of myself. It's been three weeks, I think. Oh man. But uh, too long. But here we are. Here we are again, once again, dear listener. Uh, we apologize for the long wait. I know you guys have been anxiously waiting for another podcast from us. Special weekday episode, though. Special weekday episode, yeah. We are not drinking fee. It is 7.50 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I want to get some Eastern. Oh, yeah. 6.50 Central. 4.30 Pacific. <laughs> I mean, we can, can we do more? Can we do more? <laughs> Mountain time, uh, 5.30. One one uh what time mountain time? Five thirty. One thirty No, five fifty. Um, sorry. One fifty um Hawaiian time. Right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Anyways, uh Good day. So Good afternoon, Hawaiians. Good afternoon, Hawaiians. Um so let's get into it. Yeah. Um so last time it's been a while. We were talking uh, what you felt we, we or what you feeling. What I was feeling was reunions. Michael, did you you took a listen to that, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit? I sure did. So, um, for, what did you feel about it? What you felt? Yeah, what 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 did, what did I feel? What did I felt? I loved the album art. I think I told you that. I thought the album art was one of the was one of the best album arts I've seen in a long time. Just it it kind of, I look at that album bar and I'm like, ah, oh, like, this is like a friendly album. And th- that's exactly... Well, it's kind of like, the guy's kind of like looking out in the distance, so kind of... I know, like, but just like, the, fa- uh, the font of the reunions font, was, yeah. was nice. And I liked it. It's kind of, it kind of falls in line with what I've felt about Jason Isbell the whole time, is that I'm not obsessed with, with, any, with anything he does. There's one song on there... And I can't remember what it is, but it's kind of rocky, and I'm like, I just wish there was more of this. Um, he is kind of like depressing country. I think it's called Overseas. Um, okay. But but I so I guess what here's here's what I'll say. I had it hearted. I had the I had it liked in Spotify, um, just to kind of keep it top of mind and listen to it for. I probably listened to it like four or five times, um, and I've unliked it since. Not to say I don't like him. I th- I would love to see him in concert. You you had mentioned that to me that you want to you think you would like him better in concert. Uh, yeah. Once you've seen him in concert. It feels like he's very talented. His band is very talented. And the four hundred union. And the four hundred union. Dude, we would have a great time going to their concert. I that would be an awesome concert. I feel like they would be great live. But it is kind of it is kind of like depressing country. Not depressing, but it's it's like it's it's got a lot of emotion behind it. Yeah. Well, so cups of fee, I'm giving it six and a half. That's what cups of fee. All right. And then, Michael, what was your what did you feel? Um, I was feeling uh, whatever I was that at that time. Um, a a album called Source Tags and Codes by this this uh, artist called what is the band called dot 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 literally there's an ellipsis at the beginning and you will know us by the trail of the dead so Brad so what you felt 
what did I feel about source tags and codes by, and you will know us by the trail of the dead. <laughs> so the best description I have, and dear listener, you might not get this reference, but I'll explain it to you. It was like if a Warner Hutton house band got a record deal <laughs> and made an album. If you don't know what the Warner Hutton house is, it was our youth center when we were growing up in like middle school, they would throw concerts for like angsty teens in white suburbia and it was like this is this is the type of band that would come out of the warner hutton house how what do you feel about you're that? not wrong <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of i mean it's definitely a little bit more polished um yeah i'd say like a polished warner <laughs> hutton house for some reason i don't know like like it felt it's it, it was like Did an, it just click with you yeah it's like an emo less talented dream theater yeah see that's i was kind of i think you hyped it up too much okay dream theater is super talented yeah okay these guys it's just not like they're not as talented as dream theater like dream theater is like like they do the crazy guitar solos and like right this was just kind of like emo like angsty like i don't know it's it, it was it wasn't like the it's actually by the end of the album so i listened to it about twice i, I had to turn it off like okay after the first like my it's a lot my first listen but yeah but i wanted to listen to it and um it was good or there were some decent songs at the end of the album i thought it got better or maybe i just get used to it well well i will okay so the only thing i'll say before we move on is it does have, like, there are some, and I haven't listened to it enough myself to know exactly what it is, but there's some thematic elements that get brought back at the end. I did like the close of the album. I'll agree with you. That's kind of what gave yeah. me the, all right, I'm going to listen to this a few times and recommend it on my What You're Feeling, because I was feeling it at the time. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. You got to feel what you feel. So how many how many cups of feet? Give it, give it, give it, give it to me straight. Four and a half. Black. Black. <laughs> Four and a half. All right. I, I, I'm going to... That's the lowest. We've been pretty generous with our cups of feet. Right. Not generous, but I, we've just liked everything that's come up. This was like a four and a half. This was not very good. Four and a half. All right. That's uh, fine. This was gas station coffee in the middle of nowhere that's been sitting out too long. Oh, that sounds way worse than four and a half, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It's okay. We, I mean, hey, the, the list, let the listener decide. That's what, that's the whole point of music. Yeah, listener, check out Source Tags and Codes. And you Jason Isbell reunions. They, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they couldn't be it's, more it's different. It's not terrible. Source Tags and Codes, two diff, very different, very different uh, musical groups or reunions. Source Tags and Codes, two different albums. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, so Michael, what are we going to talk about today on the main, the meat and bones of our podcast? The meat and bones. Well, we have, we kind of have two topics, but the primary topic is something that we're both passionate about, and it is, mm -hmm. it is one of our favorite bands, uh, Led Zeppelin, and uh, and what we decided to do was, we feel like a lot of people know of Led Zeppelin. Obviously, it's their, one of the more popular bands that ex that's ever existed. But right. we figured that we could try and create like a little podcast version of a starter's guide 
for Led Zeppelin and build a couple playlists to share. Yeah, and I think we wanted also just to kind of describe how we feel, what brought us to like Led Zeppelin the way we do, and encourage you to like it as much as we do. Yes, that's what we want to do. Yeah. Brad, before we go any further, I just have one question. What yeah, yeah. what is that noise in the background? Well, if you can hear it, uh, it is my dog chewing on a bone. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have some sound canceling on, so it might cancel it out. But if you can hear a little rustling, that's my dog chewing on a bone. Is he? Did he like it? Oh yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> ba 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 ba. He's loving it. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we why don't we do our best to to give a, 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 a somewhat interesting and short and brief background on Led Zeppelin. All right. So, who is Led Zeppelin? Well, it's comprised of uh, four members: Jimmy Page on guitar, Robert Plant, lead singer. John Paul Jones, who is kind of like the underrated Led Zeppelin member. He played bass, organ, piano, multi-instrumentalist. And then you've got John Bonham on uh, drums, who is, I, in my personal opinion, I think the best drummer in all of classic rock. And... What are, what are your thoughts on the, the members of Led Zeppelin? Well, I'm I'm just I'm glad that you led with uh, Jimmy Page because I think that's one of a symbolic way of putting it is because this is a guitar driven band first guitar and foremost. Band. I'd say drums too. I'd say like 100%. the drums the drums complement. I saw some video from Reddit where the guy described how John Bonham like was really unique in the way that he like syncopated the drums with the guitar like not a lot of people like it's really complicated and yeah he's like he's I he does otherworldly stuff yeah 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 and then and and uh and then you have robert plant who just has these pipes, pipes that he uses to his fullest extent and so i think some people might get a little thrown off by that like maybe they aren't Maybe the, it's too much energy out of the gate sometimes, but there's a They're wide range. They're a very range. energetic band. Yeah. They're a very energetic band. But what we did, um, and we'll get more into it later, but we created two playlists, Hangers and Bangers. Zeppelin Hangers and Zeppelin Bangers. And the Hangers are more low-key songs, kind of chill out. Not chill out. You can't really chill with Ed Zeppelin because they are very high energy. But kind of just like hanging out songs, and we got the bangers, which are, I was telling Michael when I was looking at this playlist, it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna keep your heart rate going, man. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I think what we could not include, or we chose not to, were live versions, and so what I want to do uh-huh. is, is um, for our listener, create on a little blog post, um. Just some highlights of live of live stuff that they should listen to. Yes, speaking of live stuff, that is what really got us into Led Zeppelin. I think what what we we discovered Led Zeppelin, I think probably in middle school. Seventh and seventh grade. What happened? Seventh eighth grade, and what happened is we would go to the library and just get as many CDs as we could and rip them onto our computer, and 
be like, yeah, we've got like a million songs in our iTunes library. And uh, Led Zeppelin just happened to be one of the CD. I don't know which CD probably. I think you started with, with four. Four. I think, and I think Danny Gold was really into Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we got into Led Zeppelin four, I think, and Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, Rock and Roll, all songs on our playlist. I'll say though, um, on Rock and Roll, I feel like a lot of people will hear Rock and Roll and think of that Cadillac commercial that they nonstop played for yes. like two years, <sighs> and it kind of yeah. ruined Rock and Roll. Now it's been so long that you listen to it now, and it's it's a banger. It's been a long time since Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long time since I rock and rolled in any way like that. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, but then, but then my dad, my dad who who grew up with Led Zeppelin, um, I think really liked how we were getting into it. And then he bought a live set of DVDs. Jimmy Page remastered a bunch of old concert footage um, that that they had never released before into a DVD set, and we watched that. And I think I think that's awesome. where you were going. We would, yeah. So you were talking about live stuff. The live DVDs were what really cemented us as Led Zeppelin diehards. Uh, we would go to water polo practice, get home to your house, and just watch Led Zeppelin DVDs for like two hours and maybe get some homework done, but probably <laughs> not. We probably just ate quesadillas and watched Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and, and, and that's what, that's what I will try and make sure that we, um, uh, uh share with our listener is, is some of those, yeah, capture some of those that, sets. put it on the website yep. and, uh, there's some really They're good on YouTube. songs on YouTube that from, from those videos. Um, but yeah. And, um, so Michael, why should the listener, care as much as we do about Led Zeppelin? Well, I think, I think that they are, they are kind of like the Beatles, in my opinion, in terms of impact they've had on music, rock music in general. They have such a wide range of songs. It's not just all rock. It's not all hard rock. Like they use, they have a d- bunch of different, um, influences like they have a lot of eastern music influences they have a lot of acoustics acoustic sets their lyrics are not you know dumbed down straightforward they're they're a very real group and a real band they're not i don't think it's fair just to label them as a rock group and so there's a lot of depth and i think it's what we try to do with these playlists is is kind of surface surface some of it um for 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 the uh, uneducated what what do you think yeah um i don't know i think led zeppelin is at the forefront of a lot of different styles of music um you could say hard rock and heavy metal they were at the forefront of that um hair band stadium rock uh like they weren't necessarily they weren't those things, but they were at the forefront of those things. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, that's a good way of describing it. And they, uh, really like to take 
like classic kind of songs. They they took a lot of blues riffs, and um, they got kind of in hot water for it for kind of later from some of the artists saying that they just stole the music. And that's kind of what the blues did though. They kind of they took different songs and rewrote them, and they would take those songs and make them into their own. Yep. Yeah. And um, and then later in their career, they kind of explored different avenues. But their earlier albums were a lot of songs that were based off of kind of blues traditional music. And and when I was just going through and researching this, it's incredible to to realize, and I don't think I ever realized this before, that Led Zeppelin One comes out. The Led Zeppelin, you know, it's just called Led Zeppelin, but it's called Led Zeppelin One. It's their first album. Comes out in 1969. Eight, right? Uh, sorry. Was it 68 or 69? 69. And then and then in that same year, they released Led Zeppelin 2. And by 1971, they've released Led Zeppelin 4. So within two years, they release their 1, 2, 3, and 4 records. And all four of those, just on, by themselves, are incredible, incredible works. Um, and yeah. And that's and, you know that's not to mention then they kind of go into this next phase with houses of the holy, physical graffiti, presence in through the outdoor. Um, so I think that I think that just just uh, just by looking at that sort of accomplishment alone, four albums that were all essentially number ones within two years of becoming a real group, these guys are. They were immensely talented. They were kind of like a super group. Um, they were. Well, and yeah. they kind of became out of the super group, the Yardbirds. They were they were formed as the new Yardbirds, but they were kind of unknown. They were like an unknown super group yeah. because they were – Jimmy Page was a session artist that nobody like had really heard of, I don't think. Robert Plant, I don't think anybody had ever heard of. No, they, John Bonham was in – Herman's Hermits, which was like had a popular a few popular songs, but like for the most part, it was kind of like a a super group made out of uh, non super people that were super people though. Yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm kind of like well, you know what I'm saying. Led Zeppelin one was their coming out party, and then they didn't they just did not stop. They were for a solid ten years. They were the biggest. Uh, band in the country. They they broke records for all their touring, and um, you know they they blew out the Beatles' record for for most uh, most dollar sales in a single show. Um, they, they would sell out like huge stadiums. They were huge, and and I guess before I don't know I don't want to rush where your thought is, but I I do want to say that they ultimately ended because of um, John Bonham's death. He was. He was heavy, a heavy alcoholic at the end of his days, and and he, um, I don't know what the term is, asphyxiation, but he he passed out and and uh, and choked on his on his vomit, um, and it's a, it was a sad end for what what still is like you know just an incredible group of mu- musicians that made music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's one of those things where you wonder it's it's like you said there's a lot of people that would compare them to the Beatles and I don't like 
I don't like to make that comparison. Um, I think it's it's unfair to both the Beatles and to, to Led Zeppelin. I think they're both um, huge in their own part. But um, it is, you wonder if John Bonham didn't tragically pass away, if what would have happened to them in the 80s. Yeah. Or it's like it's like the Beatles. What would happen to them in the seventies? Or maybe there's just if a, they didn't break up. Or maybe there's but, just a, a um a natural. Feel kind of does feel like I mean there's it's very rare for a band to stick together and continue to release new music. Like maybe there's just a limit, an artistic limit that mm-hmm. these guys meet. Um, but anyways, let's briefly talk about our our playlist, right? I mean, I'll start. We're gonna share these. They're on Spotify. Um, Zeppelin hangers. Like Brad said, they're not. It's not really chill music, but it's the type of music you could turn on at a if you had some people over and you guys were just hanging out. Again, hangers. And it's not hangers. gonna. It's not gonna overwhelm you um, because a lot of Zeppelin music can be very overwhelming. Yeah. So do you want to go over some of the songs, or do you want to just uh, let our listeners just delve into it themselves? I mean, I'd recommend just just hitting play and going in. I mean, yeah, because all these songs, I mean, they're my favorite band of all time. I know they're they're up there if not if not yours. Uh, They're not my favorite. I don't know who my favorite is. Maybe the Beatles, but like. they're up there for me for sure. Top five. Yeah. So not top three. Well, it, it just it feels like if I wanted if I started going down this track list, I would talk I would want to talk about every song. So there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> just it's an they're, they're all it's an hour and twenty minutes playlist for hangers. Yeah, the hangers. And the bangers is two hours and forty minutes of just nonstop rock. <laughs> <laughs> felt like I felt like a classic rock DJ right there. <laughs> Non-stop rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's kind of uh, uh, representative of of the band. They they had way more bangers than they did hangers. Yeah, I think this is a good. Um, we might have to do this again if we explore some other groups, bangers and hangers. Yeah, bangers and hangers. It's good categorization. Well, let's uh, hope the listener likes it. Uh, I'm looking to see that follower count on the playlist go uh, up and up and up. Go up? Yeah, I think I think we're – I don't think it's accurate because I don't – but we're sitting at around 500 right now. Uh, podcast followers? Uh, yeah, for the RSS feed, something like that. On It's hard to explain. But, like, we're sitting around 500. I don't think that's accurate. Well, dear listener. So look at the – Dear listener? Yeah. Thank dear you. Listener, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, do you want to get into what you've been feeling, Michael? Yeah, what you feeling? So I did want to touch real quick on a on a global what you feeling. Just oh yeah, yeah. One of our favorite albums of the last decade was 1975. It was on my top ten list. I don't think it was on yours, right? It wasn't on mine, but I'm I I'm, I listen to it a lot. It's yeah. It's on a constant. It's just it's bop. It bops. It bops. And and they released um a pretty long album recently. Um I'll just make this my what you feeling like might as well I'll I'll own it. Okay. And because I don't need to do a double one. Um 
I I really really like it. It's all over the place. They well, you didn't say what it was. Oh, sorry. 1975 notes on a conditional form. Yeah. So 1975. Uh, what's it? What's the t- album that we li- liked a lot? What oh, I like it when you sleep. For I'm you are so beautiful, you yet so, so unaware of it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that's the album we like. The album that just came out is Notes on a Conditional Form. Notes on a Conditional Form. It's it's quite a long um it's quite a long album. It clocks in in an hour twenty minutes, about the same time as the Hangers, Zeppelin Hangers, and it starts with this the opposite of a banger or a hanger. It starts with a political message by Greta Thunberg, um that yeah. clocks in almost at five minutes and. Uh, and then, and then from there on out, they will transition between instrumental songs that are kind of like movie score-ish. There's like a, a heavy punk song. There's, there's like a nine, there's like nineties pop. There's like almost club music in there. Like they really kind of, um, go all, all over the place, but in a strange way and just kind of a theme with 1975, like it works. Even the Greta Thunberg song annoyingly kind of works um i mm-hmm. i don't like skipping it just because i feel like it screws up the flow of the album but i'm also like okay yeah. i can't do this anymore so anyways what you feeling the 1975 notes on a conditional form it's kind of, i mean they're they're becoming more and more controversial especially amongst some of our favorite music critics but as far yeah. as i'm concerned they can't do any wrong by me i love them i uh i will say Anyone can do wrong. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like the album. Uh, I'm, I'll get into it next week. I'm going to listen to it a couple more times, okay. and I'll get into it next week. Um, what you feeling? My, uh, what am I feeling? So I kind of honestly was feeling Led Zeppelin um, a lot this week. But I guess between that and... Um, and uh, and then making this playlist, I was I was kind of feeling Jeff Rosenstock's new album, No Dream. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, um, it's good. So it, it's actually kind of like <laughs> source tags and codes. At first, I'm like, uh, this is okay. And then by the middle to the end of the album, I'm like, okay, this rocks. And it's and good. why and why should the listener care about Jeff Rosenstock? Okay, so Jeff Rosenstock was also on my top 10 of the 2010s. Um, if you didn't listen to our pilot, our first episode, um, I put his album Worry on there. And that album, I'd say this Worry is a better album than No Dream, in my opinion, but No Dream is good too. And I feel like No Dream has some more classic punk rock to it. And or worry had a lot more like almost classic rock inspired punk rock music like kind of beach boy and like indie rock which no dream has a little bit of but like worry was chock full of and that's that's what i'm feeling okay well i'm excited i'm excited for you to give it yeah i'm excited for you to give it a listen. yeah yeah me Get too i'm i i liked worry i didn't I haven't listened to it as much as i i wanted to but i I want to feel this whole Jeff Rosenstock thing that you feel. So I want you, I want you to feel it too. But like, I get it. It might be, might be your source tags and codes. Well, I just might not be ready for it yet. You know. Might not be ready for it. 
might be giving it four and a half cups of feet. No, it's better than a gas. I don't station. think you're gonna be giving. I don't think. I don't think you're gonna be giving it four and a half cups of feet. I think you'll give it more. But um, do you want to say how many cups of feet you give? Uh, um, 1975. Oh yeah, I guess. Form? Yeah, maybe we should we should lead on that. Um, or we could do that when what you felt next week. Yeah, no, no, I might as well do it. All right, let's just try it. Let's see. We, I don't think we've come up with a path for that. Um, I would give notes on a conditional form eight cups of fee. Wow. If if the if um, the one that I put on my top ten list was ten, this is eight. Okay. Yeah, I'd say no dream is like a seven. Okay. It, and worry so would be what? And his up. A ten. Okay. Maybe a nine and a half. Okay. Well, I'm excited to listen nine to because that was the, that was my number ten on my top ten. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like so that was I, the... I feel like I should thank you in advance because I'm guessing that. Um, what's it called? Jeff Rosen. Uh, no dream. I'm guessing no dream is less than an hour. Forty minutes. Yeah. So so notes like conditional form is twice as long. So I owe you at least. I know. I've already listened to it. I've already listened to. I've already listened to it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, unless you have anything else to add, I think uh, we can wrap up the episode for today. Yeah, let's wrap it. Um, um, thanks for joining, dear listener. Um, I hope you have a little bit more appreciation, or maybe if you already were a fan, um, the same and uh, just more heartfelt appreciation for Led Zeppelin. And check out our uh, playlist. Hope you like Check out our playlist. Check out Michael's curation of videos of um, live shows of Led Zeppelin. It'll be cool. I'm going to check him out. I'm curious to see what he puts on there. I might give him some recommendations too. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Ciao, ciao for now. Love you, buddy. See ya. Bye.